We are still on the on uh, Genesis. We've been going through the uh, book of Genesis, and this is the uh, ministry series uh, for those who are here for the first time. And uh, we are on uh, Noah and chapter seven of Genesis. Uh, Noah uh, and his uh, family were saved by the ark. Uh, from God's judgment upon the whole world. And, uh, and so as a result, they were rescued from God's judgment by getting into the ark. And so we're going to start with uh, Genesis 7, 7 and 23 on the type of baptism. Can, uh, can we, sisters, go ahead. And Noah. And his sons and his wife and his sons' wives. Severe. That was a pretty severe judgment. Everything, every living being that was upon the surface of the earth, from man to beast to creeping things to the birds of heaven, they were blotted out from the earth. And only, only Noah was left and those who were with him in the ark. And so today our topic is uh, being saved in the ark. Through the waters of baptism. This is a great matter. Uh, It is uh, a matter that, uh, as as I was getting into this and studying this more, I was very grateful to the Lord. Lord, thank you. I've been baptized. And I hope that many of you, uh, if you have not been baptized, or, um, you know, feel led of the Lord to be baptized, um, would take the stand. Uh, please consider, uh, you know, the, 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 the scripture that uh, is being presented today. So let's read 1 Peter 3, 20 to 21. Sisters. Yeah, so when Peter, uh, he talked about uh, the water of the flood during the days of Noah, that water, he said, is the water of baptism. That baptism is the anti-type of that water. The water in Genesis chapter 7 was the type, and the water in the New Testament is the fulfillment of that type, the anti-type. So... This was, it says, the water also now saves you. So today we want to consider not just uh, being saved by believing into Christ, we want to consider uh, being saved through our baptism, 
through being baptized. Was saved through water. And uh, and I hope that by by the end of this uh, um, session, um, you have the feeling it's actually one step and one thing. Uh, I remember uh, my baptism very clearly uh, on the day. Uh, I, I had re- received the Lord when I was maybe six years old, but I'd never been baptized. I was sprinkled when I was a baby, but, you know, I'd never been baptized. And so after I believed into the Lord, I, I considered that I'd never been baptized. So I remember October 15th, 1992, I met Neil and Carrie in the CBA. And so Vern was introducing me to... Neil and Carrie, and then uh, uh, so they said, hi, Rodney, so are you a believer? I said, yes, I'm a believer. Then immediately they said, have you been baptized? Then I hesitated, uh, no, I've not been baptized. And they explained to me the significance of baptism, and, um, <clears throat> and I was so impressed. And I hope tonight uh, the significance of baptism will also impress you. Half an hour later, after we, we had a time together, half an hour later, I was so convicted um, that I went up to Vern and, and I said, Brother, can I be baptized in your bathtub tonight? Amen. And so that evening, I got baptized in his bathtub. And so, it's actually, tonight after the meeting, Stephen, right? You're going to be baptized? Hallelujah. Yeah. And so, I hope some of you would uh, be led to join Stephen at the Congress Hall to be baptized. Okay, so now we're going to come to, to the meaning of baptism. R- let's read Romans 6, 3, and 4. Uh, brothers. Or are you ignorant that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? We have been buried, therefore, with him through baptism into his death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so also we might walk in newness of life. For if we have grown together with him in the likeness of his death, Okay, yeah, so it says that in a baptism, we're baptized into Christ Jesus. We're put into Christ. He's the ark. And so it's in baptism that we're put into the ark. We're put into Christ. And we're not only put into Christ, but we're also put into his death. And uh, a brother uh, sent me an, uh, some ministry that I found very helpful, and I wanted to read it to you. Uh It says, note the bold declarations that Paul makes about baptism. Or are you ignorant that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? We have been buried, therefore, with him through baptism into his death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so also we might walk in newness of life. According to Paul, baptism is not merely an external rite. That's what I thought. That's why I didn't get baptized. I thought it was just an external rite. I mean, I already believed into Christ. You know, it's like, you know, do I really need to get baptized? Well, it's not merely an external rite. It is 
uh, nor is it an intellectual doctrine or a representation of eternal reality. For him, it is the reality. He does not say that a person's, person's immersion in water typifies his burial with Christ. He, he, he says that his immersion is his burial. We have been buried, therefore, with him through baptism into his death. It is a reality. Baptism is a reality. That night I was put into his death. I struggled for many years as a Christian, but that night I got baptized. And my Christian life started taking off because I was put into Christ and I was put into his death. Um, Okay. Okay, I lost my place. In writing to the Colossians, Paul is no less bold than in writing to the Romans. He says, Buried together with him in baptism, in which also you were raised together with him. So you're not only buried together with him, you're raised together with him. So... That is the result of our baptism. We're put into his death and we enter into his resurrection. With Paul, there was no such thing as a baptism that did not involve death with Christ. Or a baptism that we did not, on a certain date, or that we did not, uh, that did not involve resurrection with Christ. With him, there was no thought that a Christian could experience baptism on a certain date and at a later date enter into the experience of death and resurrection with Christ. No. Baptism into Christ is death with Christ. And baptism into Christ is resurrection with Christ. Baptism does not symbolize death. It is death. It does not symbolize resurrection. It is resurrection. Paul knew the reality of burial with the Lord. He was not occupied with baptism either as a doctrine or as a type, but only as a reality. When God opens our eyes, may the Lord, may all of us, may the Lord open our eyes to see the reality of baptism as Paul saw it, then we, like him, will not see things from an intellectual or materialistic viewpoint, but only from God's viewpoint. That will cease to be the doctrine of baptism, and that will cease to be the type of baptism. That will only be baptism. Okay. So I was going to give an illustration here. Uh, These are some acorns that I got from my garden. And uh, if you look here, these are old acorns that are just an empty shell. They're dead. You know, this is an an empty shell. These are, and this is us before we believed in Christ. We're just an empty shell. Within us, we have no life. But on the day that we received the Lord Jesus and Christ entered into us, we received the eternal life. John 1, 12 and 13 says that as many as received him, to them he gave the authority to become children of God. Even to those who believe into his name, who are begotten of God. And so when we received Christ, we became, we, we went from this to this. 
see it's green, nice and green with, with life in them. They feel, they feel heavy. They're weighty. We have, they, have a tr- they have the treasure of life within. Second wow. Corinthians 4.7 talks about that, uh, that we're this treasure in our earthen vessels. And, um, and so, so this is us. Before These are the unbelievers, and these are the believers in Christ. But, what if I just left them here on the table? Yes, these are different from these acorns, but will these acorns grow? Why not? They haven't been planted. That's a really good point. And so, we need to get planted. And it is baptism that we get planted. This jar here, you see this jar? This jar is Christ. And so we need to be baptized into Christ. And you see the the soil there? That soil is his death. We need to be buried with him. And then immediately what happens? We resurrect. with We enter into resurrection. An oak tree is an acorn in resurrection. For those of you that do not believe resurrection, this is a testimony of resurrection. It looks nothing like that acorn. But when you bury an acorn, an oak tree comes up in resurrection because it has the seed of life in it. And it germinates. And so the outer shell breaks, but the inner life is released and comes up in resurrection. This is what happens when we are baptized. Therefore, we not only need to receive Christ, but we need to be baptized into Christ. Then we can grow. Then we enter into His death. Then we enter into His resurrection. So... Tonight, I want you to focus, I want you to see this, that within, within every one of us, there is an ark. Wow. And we need to believe into Him, and we need to be baptized into Him. And it is this, within our innermost being, that saves us from God's coming judgment. And, and so... So, you know, Noah and his family were there in that crooked and perverse generation, you know, just there in the world, right? This is the the world. And God's judgment is coming. In uh, John 12, 31, it says, Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the ruler of this world be cast out. That is the situation upon the earth. The judgment is coming. In uh, John 16, 30, uh, 11, it says, And concerning judgment, the ruler of this world has been judged. And in Hebrews 2.14, it tells us that through death, he destroyed him who has the might of death. So it is the judgment of God's cross that judges the world. And so God's is judging the world, and through his death on the cross, the whole world has been under judgment. And so, you may be a believer in the world, but if you're not in the ark, 
you will still experience God's judgment. Yes, you have eternal life. You will not lose. You will not be cast into the lake of fire. But by remaining on the earth, you experience God's judgment. So, so baptism saves us not only from... Uh, so, so, so salvation, that these two aspects, believe and be baptized. In order to change the position of these acorns, yes, now it has life, but the position is still the same. It needs to be put into Christ. Then... It experiences resurrection. So it's just like the brothers taught me. First, you believe, but after you believe, you still haven't changed your position yet. It is after you're baptized that your position changes. And so, so it's two steps of one thing. In fact, Peter, when he preaches the first gospel message, he said, repent and be baptized upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't say repent and believe. He said repent and be baptized. That was the first gospel message in the new, recorded in the New Testament. After the Lord's death and resurrection, he says repent and be baptized. And so it is two steps of our salvation. And so you know, in 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 uh, in uh, there's another type of baptism in 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 the uh, uh, Old Testament in Exodus. Uh, while the children of Israel were in Egypt, again, Egypt typifies the world. And with the last plague, the angel of Jehovah was coming, and he was going to kill all the firstborn uh, in Egypt, and so. That killing signifies God's uh, condemnation upon the world, and uh, as you know, that everyone who did not believe into Christ was condemned. And um, in Mark sixteen sixteen, it says, "He who believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he who does not believe shall be condemned." And so. In order for the children of Israel to be saved from the angel of Jehovah coming over this land, what did they need to do? Do you remember? They had, each household had to take a lamb without blemish. They had to slay it. And they had to take that blood and put it on the doorpost and on the lintel. And then when the Lord said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And so by, by, and then in, within the house, so outside the house, they had the, la- the blood of the lamb. But inside the house, what happened? They ate the lamb, roasted by fire. That signifies Christ was roasted as the lamb of God. He was roasted by God's judgment on the cross. And that becomes our food to receive. So when we believe him, as many as receive him, even to those who believe him. So to believe is to receive. And so they were there in Egypt and they received the lamb. Now, they're not like the Egyptians. These are the Egyptians and these are the ones who ate the lamb. They have the lamb inside them. But what about their position? They were still under the authority of darkness. They were still under Pharaoh and his kingdom. And so in order 
to be delivered from Egypt and from the world and from the authority of darkness and from the crookedness and perverseness of that generation, they needed to be baptized. And so the Lord led them to the Red Sea and baptized them. And this goes along with Galatians 1.4. It says, Who gave himself for our sins and rescued us out of the present evil age. So he's not just saving us from eternal perdition. It says, okay, let me finish the verse. It says, Who gave himself for our sins and rescued us out of the present evil age according to the will of God. This is the will of God. Not that we will remain as believers among the unbelievers in the world under God's judgment, but that he he would rescue us out of the present age into Christ. So this is this is the significance of our baptism. So don't in our reading you'll you'll see don't focus on what you have to lose. This world is full of entertainment. It is full of things that uh, tug at our heart and and uh, influence influence us to uh, not follow the Lord. And so we need to be saved from this crooked and perverse generation. And it is by being baptized that we are saved. And so in a baptism, we are saying, Lord, I realize you are judging this earth and I want to be saved. Lord, I want to be in the ark. Lord, put me in the ark. That's what it means. To be baptized into Christ is to be brought into the ark. So I hope many of you will uh, obey the gospel and will um, listen to the counsel of God. Listen to this verse. It says... no, I didn't. I didn't put it here. Oh, you did. I did. Yeah. Which one? Luke seven thirty. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you. Okay. Luke seven thirty. But the Pharisees, but the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the counsel of God for themselves, since they had not been baptized by Him. So, if you've not been baptized, do not reject the counsel of God. Believe. Repent and be baptized upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so let's move on. Um, Galatians 6.14. Brothers. Yeah, in order to be delivered from the world, there's no way we can deliver ourselves. We have to be crucified to the world. And in baptism, we're baptized into the death of Christ, and we are delivered from the world. There's so much more to gain. Don't you want resurrection? 
Don't you want to be put into eternal life and experience this for the rest of your life for eternity? I mean, this is what we're talking about. We're not talking about, you know, the dung that we lose, but we're talking about salvation in Christ by having his life. This is wonderful. We have his death, his resurrection, and we enter into his kingdom. This is what baptism brings us into. That's what Noah, that's what happened. Noah was brought out of that evil, crooked, perverse generation, and he was brought into a new age to live in resurrection. This is the significance of our baptism. Okay, so Colossians 1, 12, and 13. Sisters. Of course, I mean, this doesn't look like much of a portion, but in Christ, he is so rich. This is, this is a lot of, this is the, we have a share of the allotted portion of the saints in the light. All the saints, all the Christ that is in the saints, that is in the saints. You know, this is in Carl, in Abishak, in Meryl, in Will. This Christ that is in all the saints, that becomes a portion. We have a portion in that Christ by being baptized. When we're put into this Christ, we share... You know, we share the portion that Paul had, that Martin Luther had. You know, th- that we have a share of the allotted portion of the saints in the light. And we've been transferred out of the authority of darkness and into his kingdom. So, this is wonderful. I, I'm so glad I've been baptized. I was going through this, I was praising the Lord. Lord, thank you, I have been baptized. And I hope I, many of you will say the same thing. Lord, thank you, I've been baptized. Okay, so the importance of baptism. Um, Matthew 3.15, uh, brothers. Jesus answered and said to him, yeah you know this was the Lord Jesus speaking to John to John the Baptist the Lord Jesus as a man went to John to be baptized can you imagine that and so John of course said you want me to baptize you I'm not worthy to untie the your, your, the the your sandals and and then the lord said permit it for now for it is fitting for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness if you want to fulfill all righteousness you have to be baptized even as a man the lord jesus took the step of baptism and we read uh, luke 7 30 uh let's read john 3 5 Yeah, unless one is born of water and the Spirit. To be, this is to be born of the Spirit. And this is to be born of water. We're baptized into Christ. So, the, in this way, we enter into the kingdom of God. And so, he, uh, 
You know, I was, I was reminded of my wife's testimony. She was a ancestor worshiper, and she used to worship idols every day from young. And, um, and one day she was invited to a gospel meeting, and she came to a gospel meeting, and she said that, uh, this was in Malaysia, she said that everyone was singing, and she felt like she was outside looking in. And she said, I could not enter in. I was outside, and they were all singing, and I was outside. I could not enter in. But that night, she got baptized into Christ after a big struggle. Baptism is a fight because the enemy realizes how significant this is. And after her baptism, the next day she went to a meeting and she said, I was among the believers. She was in. She got in. This was the testimony of someone who was out and she got baptized in. And, um, and I was going to, I want to share with you an in- interesting, another interesting story of baptism, which, uh, you know, goes along with how we're transferred out of the authority of darkness and, uh, that we're buried, uh, with him into his death. Uh, I was, I was in a Bible training and, um, and we preached the gospel to this guy, um, and he confessed to us later on, after his baptism, that he had invited demons into him. And so, during, during his baptism, I'm cutting the story short. So, we, we, we got him saved, and we brought him to uh, the gospel meeting, and we put him in the water. And while he was in the water, he started jumping. He was just doing this. And, and so all the brothers said, baptize him, baptize him. And so then the, the brothers who baptized him did it. And so as he went down, he just went down. Ah! And then when he hit the water, it was like he died. He just lay in the water. He just went totally limp. And the brothers had to drag him out of the water. And then as he was walking out the steps, he said, I'm walking. I'm walking. I don't remember when I, last time I was walking. And then he got into the car, and then he started laughing. I see the stars. I don't remember the last time I, was, I saw the stars. So, so that was a very vivid picture. Not, not many, not, that was the only baptism I've encountered like that. But still, <laughs> it is, even if you don't have a dramatic, dynamic baptism like that, it is still a spiritual reality. <laughs> the demons were buried. Pharaoh and his army was buried in the water of baptism. Those demons that were jumping and fighting, they were buried in that water. When he hit that water, he died. All the demons were buried and he totally went limp. This is a reality. So I hope many of you would take this step. Repent and each one of you be baptized upon the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you are Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I want to end with this verse. And now, why do you delay? Rise up and be baptized. Why do you delay? Don't delay. Rise up. Be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on His name.